Dancers have a lot to balance. From their pirouettes to their jumps, a dancer's performance is a direct result of hard work and motivation. So where does food fit into this? There's a lot of myths and a ton of antiquated ideals about what a dancer's diet should look like. And I'm here to dispel those. I'm Rachel Fine, registered dietitian nutritionist and founder of To The Point Nutrition. I'm the dance nutritionist and I'm here to tell you that to be a successful dancer, you don't have to diet. Instead, I'll teach you how to use food as your best tool to enhance your performance. A nourishing meal plan not only fuels your dancing, but also enhances your strength, improves your balance, supports your flexibility, and most importantly, reduces your risk to injury. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Um, sorry, I'm in a car right now because I ended up in transit, but um, it's okay, I'm making it work. How are you doing? I'm okay, um, I'm doing well. Um, dealing with everything pretty well, I guess. Just trying to stay as busy as I possibly can during this time. Um, but it looks like slowly things are starting to open up here and there, and yeah. some people are able to get back in the studios. Even here in New York, I mean, we're slowly getting there. We're in phase two now, so hopefully yeah. it continues in a good progression. My Thank first you. question is about challenges that a lot of dancers face throughout their journey to their professional career. So very often, as you know, just from the pre-professional track, um, there's yeah. a lot of challenges, especially surrounding food and body aesthetics. So what I would yeah. like from you is if you could pinpoint any challenge or challenges that you experienced and just how you overcame them throughout your training. Right. I mean, well, when I was in school, the main challenge that I had was um, it was the training because it was just so much training. Um, and when I started training seriously because I wanted to become a professional dancer and I wanted to become a great dancer and um, dance with American Ballet Theater, uh, it required a lot more training and a lot more hours mm -hmm. of the day. Um, and it sort of started around age 14, 15. And that is when I started homeschooling just because mm -hmm. my schedule became so hard and I had to start ballet class and rehearsals already at 11 a.m. And they would run all the way to the evening. So it was a lot of work and it was hard to go to school and do that at the same time. So that was definitely really challenging for me. But also, as you say, eating well and making sure your body is healthy um, and taking really good care of it while you're training so hard is also so important. And um, it really requires a lot of attention, doing the right recovery methods. It's, those are all such important things. Aside from just needing to have that education about what's going to help with recovery and what's going to fuel you, there's such mm -hmm. a time factor when it comes to being um, a pre-professional trainee. I think a lot of yeah. dancers are juggling their academics with these very tight dance schedules. And even yeah. obviously that are homeschooling like you did, it can get very difficult to juggle just all of the demands with dance physically. Absolutely. And it can be overwhelming, especially yeah. for like a young, you know, a young teen. It can get very overwhelming. Yeah, especially even balancing other things like having a social life and uh, family. So there's even a lot more than just dancing and academics, but obviously yeah. very big ones that young dancers have to balance. Right. Uh, 
was there ever a specific time when you were training that you kind of made this connection where what you were putting on your plate was going to have some type of impact on your performance, whether it's on stage or in the studio? Mm -hmm. Well, it, it to me, that happened when I uh, joined um, ABT Studio Company, which is the, the pre the little pre professional group before they take you into the main company. Sure. But as as a student, as I was training in school, my mom always did so much research and mm -hmm. she always tried to find the best foods that would help me have energy and help my muscles to recover. So she was, she already sort of started doing that for me as a child. But when it really hit me was when I had my very first injury and it was in mm -hmm. studio company and um, I had a high ankle sprain and I've never had an injury before. And I was out for about three months. Oh, wow. And and after that, that sort of hit me really hard. And after that, I sort of made it a point to make sure that I took really good care of my body so that I would never have an injury again. Mm -hmm. And luckily, I, I still haven't. But I became so aware of what kind of foods I was eating to help my body stay strong and healthy and have a lot of energy, um, what kind of recovery I should be doing after each rehearsal day, after performances, and, um, you know, um, the amount of rest time that my body might need and all those things, you know, they became so important for me. I think a lot of younger dancers will think of dance nutrition or food and just correlate it to their weight or how their body looks. But the yeah. truth is, is that food plays such an important role in the success of your career. I mean, with, right. when it comes to reducing your risk of injury, or if you unfortunately have had an injury, which I know a lot of younger dancers have dealt with, even if it's something just like a stress fracture, I mean, yeah. that, that means you're sitting out, you're sitting out of Patia Allegro, you're not able to really work on those combinations and that choreography, you might have to sit up from a performance. So I think Absolutely. It's, it's so important to really make that connection. Yeah, know, totally. Like, I agree with that 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, now, there's no doubt that for dancers, you know, there's a ton of pressure that we might feel when it comes to maintaining a certain body type in dance. Mm -hmm. I'm so yes. curious what you've encountered uh, through your training, whether that's your pre-professional life or your professional life, um, when it comes to body aesthetics and how you've been able to maintain a positive relationship with your body in order to find success, you know, at your level as a dancer? Yeah. Well, I mean, even to this day, I mean, when you're in rehearsal, you're just staring at yourself all day in the mirror, right? It's hard to not judge what you look like at, on an everyday basis because you have a giant mirror in front of you Absolutely. Absolutely. all day long. Yeah. So, like, even to this day, I still, like, probably am judging my lines judging mm -hmm. how I look how I dance it's, it's hard to stop it completely but of course there's a healthy way to do it and you know with my I was lucky that I had really great coaches and really great support from my mom and um you know they would help me with like the foods to eat to make sure that I wasn't starving myself that I had a lot of energy mm -hmm. so I never deprived myself of anything you know mm -hmm. I I never felt like I was like, I'm never going to eat this. And um, I, I would always allow myself to enjoy what I really wanted to enjoy. Yeah. So yeah, that's so important. That's something that I talk about a lot. Because like, when we do fall into that restrictive pattern, which it's so yeah. common for younger dancers, they think that they can't eat certain foods, whether it's dessert, whether it's bread. 
Uh, right. And it, it really can impact a dancer mentally, which can then just really hurt their performance down the road um, because you just fall into these restrictive patterns. But mm -hmm. it sounds like you've got such a good support system, which is so beneficial for a young dancer. And that's why sometimes yeah. I hate parents and teachers and coaches and even directors just about having a balanced environment, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Balanced habits. I think it's really easy, like I said before, for a dancer to just fall into a mindset where food has to correlate to body weight. But the truth is, is that your choices on your plate are playing so, so much more of a role than just how you look in the mirror. You know, dancers are in front of mirrors all day, every day. Yeah. There is no doubt that we have those thoughts coming to our head about, you know, judging our own bodies and comparing yeah. ourselves to others. Um, and I think it's really important to realize that even though those thoughts might not disappear, you know, they might not dissipate completely. It's important yeah. to not let those thoughts impact you uh, to the point where you are either restricting what you eat or trying to just attain unrealistic goals. So it's absolutely important, it's important to uh, really take that information with a grain of salt that your head is translating, you know, whether it's like comparing yourself to others or judging your own body, taking that information with a grain of salt and focusing more on your actual technique in the classroom and on your abilities. Yeah. And also like, I mean, you should think about yourself first and, and instead of thinking about like, you know, what other people look like, what other people are doing, you mm -hmm. should do what benefits you well and your body well. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you, if you start restricting a bunch of foods because you want to look a certain way, you know, it might be very unhealthy, very, it might not be good for your own body. And then you'll either end up getting injured or sitting out and you won't be able to train as hard as you want. Right. So in order to train hard and to work well, you have to eat properly. Exactly. Definitely. So. Um, now I would love for you to walk us through a sample day of how you eat and how you balance that with classes and rehearsals. Okay, well, I'll start. So a typical rehearsal day at ABT, um, it can get really tough because there are days where I might have just seven straight hours of rehearsal mm -hmm. and I won't have time to like run out and grab food or um, do stuff like that. And those, those days are a bit difficult, but they change. All our days are different. But usually um, when I'm in rehearsal at the studios, I like to have different sorts of snacks because mm -hmm. I can't eat like a full lunch in one sitting. Otherwise, it's just, it's so hard to dance and it, you end up feeling groggy and tired. And I, I always mm -hmm. hate feeling that way. But usually throughout the rehearsal day, I love snacking on like hard boiled eggs with avocado. I love um, string cheese, lots of fruits. I love clementines i'll eat like mm -hmm. a bunch of clementines throughout the day apples bananas are a must for me mm -hmm. um because they really help with the muscle cramps and, yeah of course the potassium in there yeah and when i actually stop eating bananas i get muscle cramps and oh, then cool. i i start eating them again yeah but i'll eat i'll snack on all all different sorts of snacks throughout the day um in the morning it depends how hard my rehearsal day is sometimes i'll have like a yogurt parfait or like um, a pastry or a muffin, or some days I'll have like an egg sandwich, um, but it changes here and there. And in the evening, I have like a pretty good healthy dinner with like veg lots of vegetables and like a protein, fish, meat, um, and a grain of some sort. So yeah, so it sounds like you definitely focus on getting in what I like to call those three macronutrients, whether it's yes, 
your proteins, like your eggs, your string cheese, um, getting in your carbohydrates. It sounds like a lot of fruit and fruit is so beneficial for a dancer, especially like you said, if you're going throughout those rehearsals, you kind of need that quick energy and it's a little bit, it could be like intermittent energy between like, and then standing and then dancing and then standing. So fruit is very beneficial for that. Yeah. I also, um, like if I have time to run out, I love to get smoothies, like a really good smoothie. Um, before rehearsals that also really helps keep my energy up and Mm -hmm. helping me feeling like pretty well yeah and it sounds very practical because snacking is something that is super practical for a dancer Mm -hmm. um I feel like those long rehearsal days those seven hour rehearsal days are something that's pretty common especially when you're in your yeah season right absolutely yeah so relying on those bigger meals is going to be pretty unrealistic uh absolutely yeah I usually I save my big meal um usually for dinner time because in the morning I I don't eat a lot I don't eat anything heavy I mean sometimes I will eat like an egg sandwich or an omelet and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but not all the time but I snack throughout the day and then at night I make sure I have a really good healthy meal with like Mm -hmm. everything in there um so that is sort of what I do sure sure now when you are in your performance season something like the Met do you have any pre-performance go-to things that you like to eat? Either get like a some sort of salmon with like, um, I don't know. I love avocados. So I always eat avocados with like sweet potatoes, something like that um, is really good. Or like, or like a some sort of um, a sandwich with like chicken and like veggies, um, something like that. I'll eat before a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Again, like thinking about that balance. I love that you said sweet mm-hmm because sweet potatoes are mm-hmm. such a great source of complex carbs that yeah will, that it'll give you energy to you know last you through the show it's like it's more sustaining than just fruit they're um, like one of my favorite things to eat too i love yeah. sweet potatoes so, yeah. <laughs> how about like mid performance you know if you have a longer performance something that's more intense maybe something like swan lake for example do you ever yeah. find who have to eat something, whether it be midway, whether it be between acts, how do you usually feel during those types of shows? I usually, um, during a performance, I, I can't really eat just because mm-hmm. it's like, there's a lot of um, stress and um, mm-hmm. energy. Sure. But sure. I mean, I always have, um, I always have my coconut water that I'll drink throughout um, mm-hmm. and a coffee as well. And um, we have these like squincher packs, which are sort of like an electrolyte replenisher mm-hmm. that you mix with water. I would drink them throughout the show, like to get mm-hmm. as much um, uh, hydration as possible because I'm sweating so much. Right. And sometimes I'll have some chocolates, like some chocolates here and there in between to just like help me through the show. Some dancers feel that they just like need that energy pick me up, whether it's like a banana or a piece of fruit. Um, uh-huh. I chocolate I've heard chocolate from a lot of dancers actually chocolate has like a certain amount of sugar it also has a little bit of caffeine in it that Mm -hmm. helps just um kind of get it gives you like a a little boost I don't know you just feel good after and then you get this little boost of energy (laughs) you did mention before that you really save your bigger meal for dinner time how does that work when you have your later performances I know some like when I go see every when I go see ABT at the Met I don't even get home sometimes until 11 30 at night and that's kind of even yeah. so how do you handle the later performances with any post-performance meals or uh, recovery yeah so th- 
when when we are in season and we have a lot of shows, my um, eating schedule sort of goes way off the the normal eating schedule of people. And after after a really long hard performance, I do I feel like I do need to eat, and I always do usually have like a pretty good dinner. Um, so it ends up being like at eleven o'clock at night mm. sometimes, if not later, but. I feel like I need some kind of food. I need to replenish my body after a show because I just feel so drained and tired um, and just deprived of vitamins and electrolytes and all those things. Mm-hmm. So I make sure to replenish myself and hydrate and eat like a good quality food. Usually what happens is I end up eating a burger after a show. That's like my favorite thing to do. Sure. Um, it's like a reward for, for the performance. And I really look forward to it most of the time, or we end up usually going to Mexican cause there's a great Mexican place. Even though it's late and it could be 11 at night, even later, um, especially when you have such an intense season that you're going through, you're probably yeah. up the next day and heading straight into a long day of rehearsals and then yep. another performance. So I think it's really important to kind of make the connection that even though that meal after the show is not necessarily fueling a show, it's allowing for recovery and for your own body's fuel for the next day. Um, What we eat is impacting our dancing ability for the whole week. It it all um, snowballs together. Yes. And usually like during like when we have our spring season at the Metropolitan Opera House and we go for eight weeks straight and we have yeah. eight performances a week, mm-hmm. I'm because I'm burning so many calories during mm-hmm. those weeks that I, my body is constantly hungry sure. and I constantly feel like I need to eat something. But then when I'm not performing, it's completely different. It's just mm-hmm. a, it's a whole different routine. It's going to be different. You know, you are burning mm-hmm. less when you're not in your performance season. And yeah. I think important for dancers to realize that their bodies will naturally respond to that. So for example, with COVID, one of the most common questions I get is, should I be eating less now that I am dancing less or not dancing as intensely? Mm-hmm. And, and right. I sometimes I challenge my dancers, the ones that work with me, I challenge them by pretty much explaining, you know, if you are technically moving less, if you're not dancing as much, if you're not dancing as intensely, your body's probably not going to naturally feel as hungry as it would if you were right. moving intensely it's not such a matter of trying to be exact and precise with the amount of calories mm-hmm. you're eating, how much you're eating it's more about yeah. kind of feeling that somewhat intuitively uh that you just naturally might not be as hungry as you would be in more of an intense season. it's true like i've noticed during the time right now because obviously i'm, I'm not working as hard as we do in the studios and <laughs> not as many hours i am definitely not as hungry Sure. At the time being, I don't feel like I, I need to constantly be snacking all day long or, you know, eat right. like a lot of food or a big time meal. Right. So your body is sort of telling you what to do on its yeah. own most of the time. You just yeah. have to listen to it. Exactly. You know, that's a major part of what we call intuitive eating, mm-hmm. uh, not not being so regimented in regards to a going by a specific food plan and a specific calorie goal, but instead actually trying mm-hmm. to connect with your body and listening to it, listening to some days when it might be hungrier, listening to other days where it really might not be as hungry. That's yeah. a point. Uh, and yeah. now, just to finish off, Christine, I'd love for you to define what it means to you to be a healthy dancer, just having been through the uh, entire journey, the pre-professional, the now your professional career, what does it mean to you to be a healthy dancer? 
Oh, it's, well, it's, it's so important to me because also like if you want to have a long career and dance for mm -hmm. a long time, it's, it's so important to be healthy because your body is your job in this career. Mm -hmm. And without your body, you can't do this job. Mm -hmm. So the main focus should be on making sure you are healthy and making sure you're strong and, um, and prevent injuries and just have really good recovery methods um, to really, really take good care of yourself. And I'm all about that. That's like my, my biggest uh, thing that I love to do because I do want to dance for a long time. You know, I don't want to have a short career. I want to have a long career where I can dance as much as possible Yeah. because, okay. you know, um, so, so it's super, super important to me to be healthy. Yeah. You know, as, as dancers, our body are our instrument and that means what goes into it is going to directly impact how you perform on stage and in class. So that's such a good point. You know, your food choices are going to play such an important role in that. Uh, yeah. Chris, it has been such a pleasure hearing from you. Oh, thank you. So many good points today. Uh, is there anything you want to finish off with or it's up to you? No, I would just say to those people that um, are um, having a hard time figuring out what to eat. I sort of, I, I've sort of learned my body really well by now and mm -hmm. I know a lot about it and your body will tell you what it needs or wants. Like there's days where I crave a certain food or a certain fruit or a certain vegetable. And I, it's just really important to listen to your body and what your body is telling you. Um, it's the best thing you can possibly do. Absolutely. Yeah. T tuning into that intuition because our body is really smart and it mm -hmm. definitely will tell us if there's something missing in our diet. Yeah. And getting something else in. So it's a great point. Christina, yeah. again, it was such a pleasure speaking to you today. Thank you. Uh, you too. We will definitely be in touch. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Great talking to you too. You're welcome. I'll speak to you soon. Okay. Bye.